Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Crossover. This is Gay Crappens, Watch What Crappens, and Reality Gays here talking about Ladies of the 80s, colon, A Diva's Christmas. Um, and we were just now, part on part two, we were just now starting to talk about the plot of the movie. <laughs> yes. Part one was more of an, an, uh, a general overview, discussions, yeah. impressions, thoughts, and preamble. reactions. I enjoyed that. I thought that yeah. St- yeah. Th- thoughts about uh Thoughts about movies the, how the movie was put together uh things the actor the it's makers could have done you missed it. okay go yeah. go back and listen to it we're not going to catch it this isn't cliff's notes for what you already missed go back no. and listen to the fucking thing and if oh, you also, haven't watched ladies of the 80s you don't i think you're fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably okay <laughs> i think you're fine <laughs> So we're watching um, Ladies of the Eighties right now, and guess what? We're living minute by minute. So Ben, go ahead. Uh, we have not yes. let Ben you, finish the sentence for ten. I'm just trying. Minutes. I'm just ben, trying to ahead. launch the recap. So uh, the uh, the for those who do want to watch it, it is available on Lifetime. Go to the Lifetime website and look up Ladies of the Eighties and add to their fives of views. Um, <laughs> so it starts off with a song. That I don't remember the tune because it's not quite as catchy as the Ladies of the 80s song, but the lyrics are December comes, it brings a joy I can't explain. Though years may change, the Christmas spirit always remains the same. It's Christmas time, the magic is in the air. It's Christmas time, whoa. You can feel it everywhere. <laughs> whoa. It feels so right. <laughs> whoa. 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 And as we as we're hearing this, we are seeing shots from all around Los Angeles. We see Rodeo yeah. Drive. We see the Christmas tree at the Grove. We see Fox Studios, which doesn't really make any sense. It's it doesn't make a lot of sense. Of I I was confused by that too. <laughs> like one of the least like scenic and visually appealing studios in Los Angeles. What, a, we'll just what show about Fox the Paramount studios. Gate? Yeah. <laughs> like no. There's Let's just show like, this generic facade. And just uh, show water towers necessary. I think just, they had a drill because then they showed Century City, and I know because I used to work there in Malaf, but so which is right by the Fox Studios. So I think they just had a because they did Beverly Hills as well. So a I lot think of Beverly Hills. Just, secretly like the director's like nephew knows how to do drone stuff for real estate stuff, <laughs> and they just had them fly around century city and get everything 
<laughs> was Wardale, like, the Westfield got Mall. The Fox thing. I guess we're going to put it in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't have There's a lot of container store. Well, this <laughs> yeah. song was basic, but I know it's that to any, it's just a parking garage of the Grove. They're like, do it. Uh, I think <laughs> you think it's Christmas lights, but it's just the light showing which parking spots are available. <laughs> <Yeah. at the laughs> <mall. laughs> they are red and green. They are. They that, are. Place, that place scares the shit out of me. I, that it just feels like Squid Game to me. It's the like the, the 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 red and green lights. The Century I think City. It's the Century City. Oh, mall. Century City. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, my favorite mall. Um, well, this made any <laughs> gay person mall. excited uh, from this era because the real thing we see at the beginning is Lonnie Anderson, Morgan Fairchild, Linda Gray, Donna Mills, Nicolette Sheridan. I was like, oh my God, that's, it's going to be amazing. Like 12-year-old Ronnie was like, yes, bitch. Mother, I was very excited. Mother. Yeah. Who? Can I ask a question? Just who is this movie for? Is it people uh, who are just? Is it is it for us? It's for Morgan Fairchild, it's, actually. It's for us. <laughs> it's for. Is I think it it's. I us? think it was for us, but it was neutered before it was delivered to us. It was right. Like, hey, gay people, this is what you're supposed to be like now. You're supposed to be this tame now. Like we've, you guys <laughs> yeah. have had. You had your 80s. You're snapping and your head rolling and your sassiness. And guess what? It's 2023, people, and now you don't get that anymore. So enjoy your fucking gift. And I say, people in nursing homes. <laughs> it's for people. <laughs> People who enjoy movies with light to no conflict and very few stakes and, you know, cider. They want the cider scenes. Yeah. You want to see your old friends, you know, and like the people that you love. And I did. I mean, when I saw even their names, I was like, oh, my God. But uh, and I loved seeing them through the whole thing. Like, I feel even bad saying that it's bad because, like, I love all those ladies who are Me in too. it. You know, I, I just they didn't they just didn't give me great. what I wanted. Okay. I'm happy they're working. It was good to see, you know, but sometimes it reminded me of Jake and I uh once who was in it poodle. We went to go see a stage production of a show called Legends. Legends. Oh my god. It was um mm. uh Linda Evans and Joan um Collins. Uh, Joan, Joan Collins. Collins. Zelda and was Zelda in it? No, the play was so bad. So it's like based on play, an older play, like from the thirties. Well, the the, wow. then they then they re they redid it, and but there it was so bad that they they delivered the dialogue, um, and like it was kind of a like offensive. <laughs> it felt like it was. They like, didn't take the, out the racial jokes. The, like there were like Asian oh, jokes. Like they didn't take oh, them out. No. But like it was so bad and it wasn't funny. It was it very it reminded me of this. You're exactly right. Yeah. Because the camp wasn't really there. They just played the camp. We left an intermission and went and got drunk. Then Linda Evans, Linda Evans just could not stand up. Joan Joan Collins had some really good line deliveries. She had some good line. But Linda Linda Evans just could not compete. There was we're no pretty sure like that wrestling. Linda, it was halting too when she spoke, so we we're pretty sure Linda Evans had a feed in her ear. Oh, yeah, no. like feeding her line. Uh. <laughs> anyway, it reminded me of that because that toured around the country. And when we went to see that show, it was Ben was saying, I think it's the same much. It was older people who wanted the nostalgia, gay, gay men, guys. Gay men, and then like a few queer deers who were obsessed with gay men. And <laughs> queer yeah. deers, I like that. Love, that is a very twenty twenty three version of that. That's what I call queer deers. Yeah. They're deers. I just love the idea of, of Linda like Evans that. on like a live feed. Someone, <laughs> so the, who is the poor person who has to be who has to read Linda <laughs> Evans' lines? Like, okay. 
Hey, and she's so Charlie's so coming in. Charlie, tell everyone what you've been doing. I read Linda Evans' lines to her through the earpiece. She's so tall. It was this like this ghost, this white ghost floating, blonde <laughs> ghost just floating around the stage. <laughs> It was her so hair was funny. her hair was ethereal. It was beautiful. It was insane. Linda Evans. Oh. I would have I would have liked it for Joan Van Ark to also been in that play. Yes. I thought that would have been a well, good combination. Linda Evans does have that kind of hair. It's just so golden, but it also is like static cling hair. Like you it know is. the commercials with static cling where it's just kind of like it's kind of like floating above the actual hairline and all the and it's always backlit. So I can imagine that they probably had like a special gay just with a flashlight behind Linda just to make that, yeah. that static <laughs> she, cling hair. She looked otherworldly. Yeah, he 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 would do that during the night, and then on his off nights, he'd work at the sex theater and run the cinema there. Little <laughs> little known fact: Linda Evans is the creative inspiration behind the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> I, that actually kind of makes sense. I know. Could you like, imagine? Oh my God, she is like Zelda. Um, so yes, that's why they keep kidnapping Zelda. They're like, oh my God, you guys, Zelda cannot remember her lines. Okay. Kidnap her at the beginning and we'll just get her back at the end of the video game. That's why she never speaks. Also this movie, the, you're right that there was no location budget. Like it was weird how every, every scene with an outside person was via FaceTime. Yes. Thank was, you. I'm glad you brought this up. I'm really glad you brought this up because I meant to mention this in the preamble episode, which yeah. is that this all took place in one house. It was like a bottle episode of a TV show. It was like <laughs> literally just in a house. Everything that needed to happen was in the house. They filmed this in three days. I fuck you not. I bet it was filmed in like three or four. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is why they didn't have chances to do retakes on some of the horrific line readings. And one whole day was it. just like uh, massages for, for cast and crew. One whole day was styling Lonnie Anderson's wigs. Oh, we're going to talk about that later. One whole day was just contouring Donna Mills. They were like, you know, uh, we're going to take our, we're going to really take our time with this bring in the heavy uh, makeup. Okay. Um, so now we're here. We are at the beginning. Okay. So they're um, blowing smoke in this like Malibu mansion because, oh my God, it's LA. It doesn't snow there. It's so good. So the young Aussie guy is like, we need winter snow. Yeah. Like think winter in the middle of Michigan. Yeah. Are we going to do that? Yeah. Yeah. And the lady's like, they're standing on the snow hose. Yeah. Cause the snow goes away. He's like, where did it go? He's, He's like, like, you're standing on it. And he keeps saying, the ex- I think what really, and, you know, usually with these movies, you get expositional dialogue for like the first 10 oh minutes. Oh my You're used to that. God. <laughs> the expositional dialogue lasted like the first 45 minutes of this movie. It was, it it was, was a lot. Because he's like, I'm a producer and it's all on the dawn. And we need, I wish you would have been like, just cussing like really like gross like we need motherfucking snow like just really <laughs> yeah. well they in. tried to make him like, like he that was in the scrooge beginning. what if he was the scrooge and didn't really believe in christmas and then yeah. all of these old women got him to believe in yeah no, no, no. no he need he needs to get with the woman that's the most important thing because it's lifetime so he needs to get with the woman because that's god's plan <laughs> well but also like they were trying simple. to make him like a fussy a fussy director you know because like i don't like this tree it's like oh this tree i'm just not a fan of it maybe move it a little bit la, da, da. and then the pas are like spraying him with snow which by the way you're fired that's your writer and producer you don't right? spray your you, you don't spray, spray you don't yeah. spray him with with your fake snow it's just and not then, silver dollar city where you can mock your boss 
Yeah, and then there's like a Mandy Patinkin type inside who's trying to like do the set decoration. <laughs> that was that was the breakdown. Uh, and he's like uh, finishing the hut. Finishing the hut and light on the light. Did you notice though how every crew person was, a, which is which is a common but mostly an older trope for movies about movies, was portrayed as an absolute troll. <laughs> Like the woman, <laughs> like the grip was like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just here because they just take me out of a box and I just behave. And, and they, next year, lifetime should just have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> next year, lifetime should just have like, ladies of the '80s, a very below the line Christmas or something. <laughs> just you, grips and best boys. And like, what's weird is. This is if he is the the uh, sorry. Make sure I get his title correct. Writer producer. If he's the writer producer, these are all like his best people. First of all, there's not a lot of staff on this film or t- TV show <laughs> no. uh, that I could see. There's no set dressers. There's no, it seems like he's doing all this himself. Yeah, uh, and and he is. There's he not is, even a lighting crew, as far as we can no, see. By the way, <laughs> he is dressed like a studio executive, not a writer producer. He should have like a MetLife windbreaker yes. that he dressed down, and should be, have a hat on that he borrowed from a member of the crew because and New Balance shoes coffee. and New Balances. He needs mm-hmm. a, a, a true writer producer. Will also be probably wearing a cap that says something like usc film school or something totally. like that or like a t-shirt from a different show like a t-shirt that says like becker on it you know and- <laughs> becker. <laughs> with the wga so- pin <laughs> the naked truth okay and so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he's 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 just yelling brothers and sisters <laughs> <laughs> she's the sheriff so oh, I loved that show. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, Suzanne Summers. So the Brits like, careful, everyone, careful. This is a rental property. You can't be dropping ornaments, Mandy Patinkin. Unfortunately, the network <laughs> Going budget does. Salary. <laughs> Unfortunately, the net the network budget doesn't allow us to pay for damages, and it all comes out of my salary. And as a writer and producer, it's not much. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> I'm a writer and producer. As a multi-hyphenate writer-producer, I'm almost a predator, but I don't have the editor section yet. Now, and then, the, and then they have actually not Chris Evans' brother, but Hot Scott Evans. Uh, actually, Hot Scott Evans, who's doing his the hosting. This is actually, I do really think he was one of the like besides like besides the women he was one of the better actors in the movie like he was. just because he was just being a host I, so he didn't have to act i was confused about his motivation though through the entire like what was he was he supposed to try to steal her well it was <laughs> like they like know. decided to make him a villain out of nowhere like he's just yes! supposed to be the one like yeah. delivering information for us he's the greek chorus and all of a sudden we actually are like and supposed then, to be like not like him and then the turn <laughs> happens i was very confused I don't think I think they're like she needs a love interest, but they're like we can't cast anybody else and we can't get anybody else over FaceTime. So what are we gonna do? (laughs) um, Who else is Alec Mop is too gay. (laughs) 
Yeah, Alec Moffat was in it. That was crazy to see. Yeah, him. and he was so well. Love him. him. He's coming up in hour four of this podcast. <laughs> uh, coming up. So he's like this, and this exposition cracks me up too because he's like canceled. Longtime popular soap opera Great Lakes is getting a reprieve, known for its annually annual family Yule time episodes. They're gonna air one night to show us beautiful moments. Like everything he said was like, and now it's Christmas time, and we're having a Christmas movie with five ladies of the 80s who were in a soap opera together. They slapped each other a lot. Let's watch ladies slap each other. They're from a soap opera. <laughs> that was so funny. The montage was funny. This was, I, this is what I actually, so when this montage happened, I really did think we were going to get something campy like that TV Me movie I mentioned, like based on an untrue story. So we see Lonnie Anderson go, how dare you? And she slaps someone. And then we see Linda Gray say, how could you? And she slaps someone. And then we see Morgan Fairchild in front of like two people and she goes, go to hell. And she slaps one person <laughs> and then she laughs and she goes, and you too. And slaps the other person. <laughs> and I like legitimately laughed. I like had like a moments. full, like a, there was noise there coming out of my moments. mouth. Yeah. Yes, there was moments. noise coming that out of your mouth. <laughs> I think that was the only time I legitimately laughed it. at the movie. I think I laughed at the movie like with, the I, movie. I, with I, the movie i did laugh and we'll talk to it but we did well it's right after that when morgan is uh is talking to alec mappa her agent and when she does say what is she doing monkey glands that made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> like you can is that a thing i mean listen yes. i was like whatever they're doing i mean where are they can we do that is that the thing we can know. do because i'm going is that in the tomorrow. new boat i will ask. i'll do it i'll do it, it all it feels illegal which t which intrigues me so <laughs> that's uh, how you know it's good. Come it's on. Did you like did you like the AI joke, the very timely uh I he, actually he, did. He went did next like... up will be well next up will be uh the uh, from the creators of an AI Christmas. That made like me laugh too. Like, <laughs> Same. Yes, actually yes. And so I thought after the slap thing and the AI Christmas thing, I was like, this is gonna be a funny movie. Yeah, all the, well, all the I mean, it would have been if it didn't seem like minutes. this entire movie was written by ChatGPT. They're just like, okay, <laughs> put soap opera ladies at a Christmas. They're like, I'm a soap opera lady at a Christmas. I was like, come on, guys. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. 
Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last for. Ever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. So, by the way, the key thing that we did learn from all this is that um, this this show, Great Lake, is now streaming only, and it's going to be ending, and they're going to have like one final live Christmas show, which, for some reason, in the history of soap operas in movies and TV, like soaps within the show you're watching, they love these like live soap opera episodes, which I don't believe has ever happened in the history of no. soap operas since the 1950s, right? Like this does not happen on soap operas. There are no so. such thing as live soap opera episodes. I but like you watch Tootsie, you watch Soap Dish. Did it? I don't know. Poodle, Poodle watch Days of Our Lives a lot. I don't know. I watched Days. Luke and Laura. Uh, was Luke and Laura live? Their wedding? I don't think. No, everything was taped. Everything. I I believe. I'm not a. I'm not a. That's Luke and Laura was General Hospital, right? Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I think it soap soap operas are such a filmed medium, are such a in the can. We'll edit it. We'll do this. I can imagine live is something that happens. 
Yeah. Um, I just I feel know. like every, every, sh- every movie that's about a soap opera, it always comes down to, we're going to do a live episode. I'm like, this doesn't really happen, but I'm for it. Like, it's fun. So, Why not? To clarify, it seemed like you said something, and I, I was confused about this the whole time. It seems like the show's been done a while, and they were going to air one last episode, yes. or had it been running? Well, it doesn't um, really make sense because they're saying it doesn't. the show has been canceled, but they're going to have one live episode. But then they act like they haven't seen each other in twenty years. So I'm <laughs> yes. it, sounds, sure. it sounds like it sounds like it was canceled, but there was no closure on the storylines. So right? Like, Let's have one last live show to wrap things. I up. didn't even realize that until you said it. Yeah, they <laughs> acted like they time. haven't seen each other in years. But the show's still running. Yeah, and it's so, being talked about on Hollywood Tonight, which is America's most trusted news source. You know, but honestly, like I was definitely very excited when they brought back Twin Peaks. I was like, finally, we'll get some closure on the show, which didn't exactly happen. But like, I can kind You'd of really understand. get all the closure. But yeah, <laughs> if someone said, "Look, we're doing one last episode of Sisters, and it's going to be live <laughs> just to tie things up," I'm like, I'm "Holy there. God, I would be there." <laughs> In a second. Matt, oh. <laughs> In a second. Sisters. <sighs> Sisters. I'd love it for them to finally we, tell. We, it wasn't gay enough, so oh. I just wanted to add that. The that one is of also the, from a Christmas movie, another gay Christmas movie. One of the greatest days of my life is when Celia Ward came into Sephora when I worked at Sephora to get molten brown body wash and uh, talked to you me. You remember what she got? Yes. And she talked to me for 20 minutes, and it was. Wow. That's a I, Talk about lack of Sephora helper and patient. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like you Fuck. kept grabbing onto her, even though she tried oh. to leave. Did you, I, did you emerge it. in like a white towel, pretending you were in the steam room with her, just gossiping at the top of the episode? Oh You're my like, Sheila Ward smelled so good in my trunk. She did. <laughs> so good in my trunk. I'm glad you brought that up because sissies, that's what we call our listeners, sissies have told me, or your Geraldines have told me many times, they're like, you need to talk to Ben about sisters because I'll bring it up on the pod. <laughs> so I'm glad you brought it up. We, 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 it's uh, both of us, not just as me. A, as, a, as a young gay boy, I watched sisters more than anyone had a right to. And by I the way, how- loved it. And that how and funny nurses. is NBC? By the way, nurses. Well, mm, nurses was like the. That's the you know, sick thing, got, but I love it. It's what I got you. It. It's what got but you it, to sisters. But like, by the way, how funny was NBC on Saturdays that they said they're like, okay, well, this time slot we used to air Hunter. Let's put sisters in it instead. <laughs> like, True. The violence of a cop show will easily meld with our uh, with that with that demo. Yeah, with with um, Julianne Phillips talking to Celia Ward about Susie Kurtz. I don't think you can stream it anywhere too. It's like a forgotten show. It's totally, I would. It's, it's oh actually. God. Um, uh, ben has been trying to get that show back, and let me tell you, I, I actually pretended to be into show. Sisters in the '80s only for Ben because that show I didn't watch. <laughs> And you it came what? on after something, and I was it. like, I don't want to watch that. Like, I've got my own sister. Like, why would I watch this? I could just watch her, you know? But, um, man, I did. when Travis ran away, it. and it, like, it, like yeah. broke up that family? <sighs> Maybe. Do, no. you, do you have but a sister? But for years, I've been no? like, yeah, sisters, guys. I love sisters. And then finally, so I was a- like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to pretend <laughs> to like sisters anymore. I'm coming. I'm out of the closet now. But I do love, Sw- I love Swoozie and Sela from different things. What a, but- what a dark secret you just revealed. Wow. It was about your relationship. 
I have revealed it before. A bigger secret, just... by the way, a bigger secret than anything that aired on this show. Divas. A big, yeah, a, big, a, <laughs> now, a bigger a secret not to than speak. that. Like when your when your character's main plotline. Spoiler alert: is that they they love junk food, junk food, and that is their biggest problem in life. See, yeah. that's where I feel like that was a definite lifetime executive note as well. We all need some kind of healing. Uh, yeah. For all of the women, mm. and yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Sorry, I'm jumping. <sighs> yeah. You know, they they all had their own personality quirks, and like that was her thing is that she's Did like they? a health food guru. <laughs> well, quirk, like quirk, she's like a health food guru, but yeah. she really likes food. Then that's fine. But she had no, but but there was no, she had no relationship to the other women. That that was no. The, there was no there was no inter character relationship between anyone except for two of the characters that was like of concern. And it was still odd. So more. And okay. I still. So, well, so more. Okay. Oh, sorry. And and that and that reveal like hit me like like a like a stinky fish across my face. <laughs> that, so we're going to talk about that near the end because I'm it wasn't still. A pie. Yes. Um, That's true. So um, the news guy is like, yeah, that last scene we just saw people slapping really packed a punch, which may explain why one lady is refusing to return after a huge blowout with her co-star. Thank you for the exposition. I will be making out possibly with somebody later because I'm <laughs> the only one they've got. So. I will be giving a menacing fist bump to someone's lapel later on in this movie. Stay tuned. I enjoyed that. So that we're was... like, who? who is mad at each other? Who's it gonna be? So now we go to Morgan Fairchild FaceTiming with Alec Mappa, which by the way is a great way to set up a scene. Like I love that log line for a scene. Hey, and she's sitting there in the car and she's like, well, why couldn't we film in New York where we shot the series? Uh, which felt like this was this was actually exposition for something that didn't, had no impact. It happen. Like, like we didn't need we to never, know this. What, like I think the idea is that she hates Los Angeles, um, which is which weird has no bearing on anything. Morgan Fairchild is the most Los Angeles looking of all of them. <laughs> well, and she talks about it doesn't feel like Christmas. It's too sunny, which then just goes to show. If it end up snowing in L.A. at Christmas, then Morgan, like it would. Like, right. Like you feel like that's what they're setting up. Solved it. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, so, now, Alec Mappa is playing the only role any of us would play in this, which is the gay. Yeah. This is assistant all, or agent or whatever. I do, I'm like, I don't even more gay people. I love Alec Mappa. Good for her. I love. Yeah, me too. Yes. Yeah. I'm not. Dis I'm not dissing and, Alec. I'm just saying like this is like, of course, any of us in a movie. Fit, made for the gays are like we will only have one gay and he will be someone's gay assistant he literally with bells on okay yep. he literally it, has bells on he doesn't does it feel, doesn't it feel like the person who's jumping around in a onesie and he's like no elf ears it felt like this was some type of houseboy <laughs> It was like a yeah. weird. So I, my impression was that he was the agent, and that this was, yeah, this was some sort of strange um, yeah, boy toy it, that the agent had, which I felt was also bizarre. It was a little. It was totally strange. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's gonna get, he's gonna do coke off that pinball machine. That guy. Yes. Also, yeah. I want to say to Ronnie's point that Alec Mappa literally had bells on. Um, this movie, the reason why there was no snow at the end of this movie is because I think they they splurged their budget on the Foley person because every time Alec Mappa moved his head, they would put in the the bell noises. <laughs> yes. There were uh, there I were think aggressive there were actual bells. 
I think there that there were actual bells, you guys. I think Alec Mappa was like, this script sucks, and I'm shooting this from home on my iPhone, so I'm going to make it fun. We're having a Christmas party at my house. I have rainbow ears with bells on them, and there's a twink jumping around in a suit just to coke <laughs> off his ass. Okay? Just it in. There will be no Foley. Anything. This will yeah. be like Fantasia in the Color Purple. It will be sung live to tape. <laughs> The holly and this ho holiday party he was having looked like I didn't see anyone but him and this twink, so it just looked like there was like four up. other there were four other guys and like the clothes. We've were all come been off. to that holiday party. Yeah. We're Ooh. probably throwing it these days. <laughs> Tingle, 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 tingle. So, <laughs> so that Alec is like, well, he's like, well, what would the finale be like without you? You're the stepmother of the Lake Sisters. And she goes, stepmother, please. I look as young as they do. Maybe not Dana. What is she doing? Monkey glands? At which point Matt laughed. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> by the way. decide to make Morgan Fairchild the mom? The stepmom. <laughs> No, well, I think that's mom. funny. I think that's funny, and I feel like sh I feel like Morgan insisted that they add in the the, the line where she says, "I look as young as they do." Yeah, <laughs> Bob. Just in case people shit, thought she looked older. Yeah, I I and th that feels very soap opera. And I actually wrote, "Wow, Morgan's pretty good in this. Like she's, she's holding. I mean, she's holding she that knew what movie better. she was in. I mean, at one point, I think later on, like." <clears throat> Uh, uh, Lonnie Anderson is FaceTiming now. Look, and her phone's completely upside down. <laughs> like they didn't. It was her first time using. Yeah. That. So, like, I think she's doing great. And, and then she makes for the gays again. I'm leaning in. She makes a Patty Lapone joke. Yes. I would. Like, I would want a third Tony too if it wasn't for that Patty Lapone saying she was going to retire. <laughs> that could have been good, Patty Lapone in here. So already I'm though, a like Lake sister, <laughs> nobody's sisters like me, Lake sister. Finishing <laughs> <laughs> the hat. <laughs> but uh, Mandy and Patty, said, like I am, like I feel like we're starting to be edged here, and I'm into this. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm very excited off, for this but movie. Not completely, <laughs> hedging you on the end of insanity. Uh. <laughs> So then Alec is like, he's like, listen, you're more than just a stepmother. You're the center of the series, the very foundation. And then he turns to this like houseboy and he goes, I love the ears, but you need to make them less pointy and more elfy. I was like, what is the, what is the note for? What is like, what, no idea. What? Do you, what you get everything you want at home? Yes. It is it is very strange. It, it's very houseboy for me. Guys, can I just take a moment and apologize to Matt? I'm so sorry for not letting you finish a sentence because you said the word what? Patty LaFone, and then look what happens to me. I can't, you can't say that oh, around me. Why well, is my like sisters around Ben? You can't I, do it, that. There's, it, there are trigger words. Jake, if I say the word like Monica, he starts singing up like we're used to this. So it's we're used to it's all gay D, it's gay DD, and it's an affliction that we were all born with. Yes, <laughs> I thank can't. You. I, I can't, like, if someone mentions any type of obscure Broadway show, I have to sing the rest of it. Oh, like, yes. Good for you. Yeah. yeah baby, so. baby, baby. I don't know why that came to me. Okay. Let's go on. So, let's Morgan, go so, You're so, more than Mor just a stepmother to the Lake Mor Sisters. Go ahead, it, man. Take it away. It is funny. Morgan's holding the phone and she's, sorry, I'm going to get my phone because I want to. And she's like, yes. And they haven't heard about my situation. And she my situation. And I don't 
know about y'all, but when someone said situation back in the day, that meant they're pregnant. And I went, are they going to try to tell us? Like, right? That's what that usually means. Right. Um, I'm in the family way. (laughs) (laughs) So she's saying, so what we've learned is that she had five Emmys. She's actually earned five Emmys. Five Emmys and and two Tonys. Yes, uh, yes, exactly. She has two Tonys. So she's actually a very acclaimed actress. Yes. Um, who has to come crawling back to this like one time, like, you know, this this streaming moment here. And um, but no one knows about her situation, which we were we're gonna find out later what that is. With my late like, don't worry. Sebastian. He's like a squashy internet. Don't worry about it. There's no more internet now. Okay. <laughs> I've had to resort to paying people to act out my favorite porn scenes. Do it in the reindeer ears. Do it in the reindeer. By the way, one thing I have to say, I'm really grateful for this movie for something, something that they got right is like, we are tempted to refer to these women by their act, like the actress's names. Like we want to say Morgan and Donna and Linda and Lonnie. And conveniently they, the writer gave them all names that are just like like slight slight differences like uh morgan is Margot, lonnie yes. is lily linda is lauren donna is dana and nicolette is juliet so i am really <laughs> grateful for yeah, that i had to i never use those names i only use the actress's names Thank you. I never, i'm not going through I, all that shit I, I use the actress's names it's lonnie i'm a purist okay? she's not she <laughs> you doesn't are even pure. get a good one <laughs> I really like to honor the creative vision of this of this movie. Well, Ben's so a writer, be... so you know you, you want to honor that. Yes, um, yeah. I, uh, okay, where Morgan? So I wrote, the next my next is note Donna is: Mills. Wait, yeah. is this Morgan Fairchild too? No, it's Donna Mills. Because oh my god, these blonde ladies. Do you know who else yes. Donna Mills looks just like Kristen Chenoweth? Doesn't she? Oh, with the, not, the eyes? Not Kristen Chenoweth, yeah. no, no. The other Broadway actress who's a famous uh, sitcom actress now. Blonde hair. She was in Nine. She was in. Uh, she was on 30 uh, Rock. Uh, What's her uh, name? Uh, 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 oh, Jane Krakowski. Uh, uh, Jane Krakowski. Jane Krakowski. She looks yeah. just like Jane Krakowski like her. I love yeah. Jane Krakowski. I do, too. Yeah, Donna Mills is sounding like Elizabeth Ashley. She's kind of got a voice like this. And yeah. she's kind of like her, her, everyone's kind of got their teeth going through this. I mentioned oh. the show, the show Evening Shade with Burt Reynolds. Uh, mm. Remember the remember the yes. sitcom Burt oh, Reynolds? Yeah. And uh, and Elizabeth Ashley was always on that show making really raunchy jokes. And I thoroughly enjoyed the show Evening Shade. And I remember asking my mother, who is that woman? And she's like, I, I don't I, I, Elizabeth Ashley. I, she was blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I was like, why am I so in, in, in love with her? And then I realized like she'd done all this like theater and stuff like that. And now I'm still obsessed with Elizabeth Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's a real she, that that's, that it's is a, a name I've not cracker. thought of in a very long time. Elizabeth Ashley. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know I think who that about is. her. I think about her weekly. <laughs> <laughs> she's, that she's is your my Roman Ro- Empire. She's your Roman <laughs> Empire. Yes, <laughs> Elizabeth Ashley. Uh, Elizabeth Ashley. Character actresses in general are my Roman Empire. Yeah, what are your too. Roman that's like, Empire? That's a gay thing. What Endowed. Are, Ron 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 what Roman Empire is mean. I see that oh. meme all over. This is where I'm going to just be like, um, you know, the old queen here. But what? Well, I don't even know so what it means because wasn't the Roman Empire a disaster? It was a New York Times. It was an article. That's an article and a TikTok meme that it showed women asking their boyfriends or husbands how often they thought about the Roman Empire. And shockingly enough, all these guys are saying, oh, I think about it every day. I asked my my brother. I should have asked you sooner. My brother even said, when I asked my brother, he's like, what do you ask that? I think about it 
couple of times a week. So now the kind of like, what is your Roman Empire? So I Linda asked Dano. You, hmm. Oh, Linda Dano and Attitudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my, Ben, what is your Roman empire? I mean, it's also like character actresses, character actresses for me. Like I think of just like, or just like obscure actresses. Like I just love, I will often just have like little scenes in my head where I like name drop a random actress where I will say something like, Oh, I just ran into Susie Kurtz at Sprouts, you know? And I'm like pretending (laughs) like I'm saying that to someone. Yeah. And I'm okay. always like, I got to write that down and incorporate that into a script Matt? someday. My, I would say probably this is so weird. I used to love this show. It was like a Canadian show, but they aired it on like kids. There's a show, kids show called Today Special where there was like this gay mannequin who put on a hat. He said abracadabra, <laughs> alacapocus, and like he'd be and he just and it's so gay that he would come alive at night with this beautiful black woman who worked in the department store and they would just decorate the department store all night with a Muppet mouse. And I think about that show weekly. Mm. You asked. You asked. <laughs> wow. You asked. You asked. I never knew what that meant. I'm so glad I have other people to ask because there I can you never go. ask it on the internet because people would be like, shut up, just die yeah, They can't know that, you <laughs> old. Old. Um, okay, so Donna Mills is talking to her daughter and they really need to make, even the, apparently the daughter thinks, she, the, the exposition of the daughter was like, well, mom, you did adopt like five kids from... Uh, what did she say? Like war-torn countries? War-torn countries. Right. And by the way, this was Donna Mills' actual adopted daughter. I looked this up. This no. is really? Mills. This is, and I, it was Chloe Mills. This is this is Donna's adopted daughter. So I mean, that's great. It's a, it's a real insidery kind of movie, you know? And yeah. So she's like, come on, the world. Yeah. What? They use Christopher Atkins. The same kind of. Uh, it is. You're right. It's insidery casting wise. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they just got anybody who was near. I mean, (laughs) we're lucky it wasn't like the crossing guard. Who can can you get on the phone, Donna Mills? Who can you get on the phone? (laughs) Donna Mills, who do you know? Um, So, yeah. So the daughter's like, you know, Linda's, I'm sorry. I I thought this was Linda Evans at first, not Donna Mills. I actually don't have a very strong frame of reference for Donna Mills. It's just like I I know the name. And I'm just like, I'm like, is she related to the serial? I'm not sure. But she was. Is, she's is in a lot of like, Lifetime movies. She's she did she a lot play of twins movies. in a in an old version of The Parent Trap because Haley Mills. Now that's right. now that's you know mess. what that Haley Mills part, and Juliet Mills. Haley Mills is part of my Roman Empire too. I think about her a lot. I love Haley. Poodles never seen summer magic. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, you only get one of those. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, I only get one. I read her biography and it's fantastic. <laughs> So she was in um, Knott's Landing. So that's oh, where she's oh. super famous from. And again, I hate saying this, guys, but I was too, I was too, uh, I'm too young for that. Because that when that came on, my parents were like, no, no, or Falcon Crest. I, I didn't I see know. I feel shows. like I didn't I'm see like those such, shows. Yeah, I think I, I think we were too young or something. Like we were. Well, we were to too them. young. I only got to see them because, and maybe Ronnie, because where you grew up, but I don't know if it was for Jake and Ben, but because we were so close to Dallas in Oklahoma, everybody watched Dallas. Like Dallas was, I mean, everybody did watch Dallas, but it was such a huge thing. Like families would watch it. So literally yeah. it's like all the women only would come over grandmother. on Friday night. They would come over and we'd watch Dallas. And I remember they'd watch Dallas the episode in, and then they're like my aunt Peggy and aunt Darla, they're all going to leave, but they're still kind of chatting and talking, but they would leave the TV on. And that's because Falcon Crest would come on after Dallas. And then I would I remember that. Falcon Crest and be like, what is this show? I want to be on this show where they're rich and they live someplace besides Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, and the, I missed I missed all those nighttime soaps because you know as a kid I just was watching the sitcoms and stuff. I wasn't yeah. interested in any of the hour long shows. Like literally the only hour long show I would watch was Hunter because it just was basically after Golden Girls. <laughs> the I would my mother when my mother would be tired of her children, I would get sent to my grandmother's house, <laughs> and we would my grandmother would have. Uh, these were usually Fridays or Saturday nights. And uh, my grandmother would have Stouffer's French bread pizzas. And oh, we would watch we would so watch good. Dallas. Mm. And I would usually fall asleep by the time Falcon Crest uh, happened. But my, my grandmother would tell me all of the people who were sleeping with people on Dallas. Wow. That's her daughter. And that's this person's daughter. He's mean, but she's been sleeping with him in the background. And my mother hated She's like, watch you your chambers, watch all these trashy, trashy soaps with you. <laughs> but that, your grandma got you into uh, uh, Days of Our Lives, too, right? Yes. Oh, that's, my grandmother. Boy. That's me, too. I used to skip school and walk down the street to my city's house, my grandmother. And she would be with her two sisters, and they would do playing cards all day and i would go i skipped pe i wouldn't i refused to go to pe and that was right before lunch so but I you're would such walk. an athlete i know <laughs> right Who would have known? so i left and uh walked down to the walked down the ditch to their house and we would watch days of our lives and another world every day and then i started oh. skipping the after lunch period because sunset beach came on for a while mm. i had to watch that sunset one beach. too that's that explains linda yeah. dano because the underworld, I didn't, uh, another world. Yes, she can cry. I, I mean, Linda Dano can cry literally at the drop of a hat. And <laughs> she would do it every day. Yeah, Felicia Gallant. She would just be, and those big earrings, she'd have earrings like oh. this big. And they'd be like, Mom, I've been arrested. She'd be like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> just sobbing, mascara coming down her face. Oh my God. And she had gay friends. Like, li literally all her friends were gay on that show. They were coded. I think her cast, yeah. her husband or boyfriend or whatever, Yvonne. seemed so gay at the time, yeah. right? Didn't he? Yeah. 
Weird. Yeah, I, I really oh, didn't get into uh, anything soapy until it was like 1990 when Twin Peaks came out. And they, I remember on like TGIF, for some reason, instead of having like a, like a sitcom, like at the end of the lineup at like 930, they did like a half hour. Hey, if you're not watching Twin Peaks, this is what's happened so far. And they said, there's this person and this person. They're in love. But then there's this person and that person. And I never knew Fuck shows could be intertwined like that. And I was fascinated. Oh, I loved it. I, so I'm Twin that Peaks way for you. Yeah. Is, it's not like a soap opera in the same way. But like that was my first time really being like, oh, my God. I, I And then I felt sad that I missed this entire like heyday of these of these primetime soaps like Dynasty you know that show was so ahead of its time and there's so many shows that are they're trying to be twin peaks now and that show was in the fucking 90s yeah. Yeah. well we have to keep yep. talking about this show or otherwise yeah. we're never gonna <laughs> yes can we, we why didn't they bring the log lady actually r.i.p she died too she died so, recently yeah so donna mills is talking to her adopted daughter uh and um she's like she's like you know she's she's apprehensive that she's going to see this person that she's been feuding with and her mom and her daughter's like mom like no one cares about your silly squabble it's ancient history you know and she's like no it was more than a squabble and she goes listen i've seen the barbara walters interview a zillion times mom so this was a big enough feud that it made it to barbara walters these women were superstars that they're making them sound like um yeah. And then she Whenever says, ago, which we still can, don't know. We're, you can know how it, long it was it, five minutes ago or 25 years ago. We well, <laughs> she references it by a, but we know what time it was in time because she's, and I even sent her a card for Y2K. Uh, that's right. And yeah, so we, had a, yeah. we had a Y2K reference yeah. that sets this conflict in time. Current references only. Um, <laughs> and so then she's, and she's like, and she didn't respond. She didn't uh, respond. It's like her email stopped working, and then the bank sauce went dark because nobody knew what to do after failed. the year 2000 hit. No one programmed 2000 hit on clocks. Gosh, that was a big one. That was a Come big on, doozy. Mom. You're America's sweetheart from a hit sitcom who, in real life, adopted five children from war-torn countries. You're practically Mother Teresa. Is there any other information you'd like me to impart on this television phone call? <laughs> I mean, this Mother Teresa, we call. should pitch that to Lifetime. Ding. <laughs> That's when I kind of threw my remote and I went, oh, no, please don't do this. <laughs> it was, yeah. So now we have, then it goes to Nicolette Sheridan, who's with her son in Her Central twink City. son. Her twink son. Oh, my who God. Is, this guy. Wow. What a this cute guy. guy. Oh, he's so cute. His butthole is so smooth. He's just a little twink. <laughs> but he's in well, like don't a make suit. Him terrible. <laughs> he's I in like, like I actually have a like, set. <laughs> He's in like a suit that looks like he's about to sell a car. It's really and like yes. she's in almost like casual clothes. I'm gonna look up this actor. And they're they're in a set. So we're like these are the this only is a two set. that yeah. that are not um these are the only two that are not doing FaceTime and the son is smarmy. So we think, okay, this is the son's gonna be the villain. And as the as this show goes on, you think that like okay, the son is going to come to the house and cause yeah. drama, maybe steal like the girl. Human no, trafficking the is there involved. For the scene. Yeah, no, nope, yeah. never really nope. see him again. I mean, they make you think, God, this guy's going to be packing, you know, packing people in boxes and then naming them couches and then shipping to them from the Wayfair site. <laughs> uh, no, he's see, such a cute guy in a suit. <laughs> did you see what was on the computer screens? It was things no. like from the graphics department. Well. I don't know if there was a graphics department, but it was things like quarterly earnings, 
35 percent 25 but there was nothing else later some lipsum ibsen lipsum yeah lane lane heron that's definitely a gay porn name he's from mississippi Hot. That's oh all you God, need to that know. That is hot. Yes. Oh, wow. Like, I first... got out of there. I'm like, oh, no, you've got a lot of S's in your name. Get over here. <laughs> His first yeah. father was a con man, and that's how he learned to be an actor. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's another true. story. Oh, yeah. I'll get, yeah, it's too much. His too much. first father as opposed yes. to his second? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> what? Anyway. Where uh, are you looking at this? I'm to be. I love this busy bottle, busy body, busy body Google shit. Well, his first daddy, let me tell you his this. First his first daddy was a con man. His first daddy was a con man and gave his mama syphilis twice. The second was a poker dealer who taught him the, an unfractured poker face and an ultimate focus. <laughs> okay, so this, uh, for Nicolette's um, exposition, she's like, listen, I am not friends with her anymore, and I don't have anything to say about it, but we started together. She was like a sister to me. We were roommates. And then, do you know what she did? <laughs> this... <laughs> wow. During the Y2K crisis, do you know what she did? <laughs> and then, in the very last day of 1999... I finally get a call. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I have to retread this all during these quarterly earnings and dividends <laughs> moments. Divid yes. Uh, so hold on. Anyway, oh, my goodness. Their big fight that has even been discussed on Barbara Walters is that Morgan Fairchild moved out of town and then ghosted Nicolette. And that's it. No, yeah, it can't it. be that. It needs to is be it, something more. No, it's more. Donna Mills, right? It's yes, Donna, Donna Mills. Mills. Donna, Donna Mills, Mills ghosted that, her. Yeah, there needed to be like real fucked up shit because. Well, well there they, is actually. Well, there, there is yeah, actually. Yeah, but then they act the like part. that's not a big deal. They're, yeah, they, this is. <laughs> we we get all that. That was the worst reveal. We're gonna get to that. I don't want to yeah. spoil it for anyone. That'll be on so, episode seven of our show. So the son is all smart. He's like, well, I'm glad to see you're all beyond that, mother. Thanks for telling me the story of the 51st time. And Who else goes, can well, we screw over today? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, well, just because you're my son doesn't mean I won't fire you. And then we hear the sound like a... <laughs> saved by the Zoom technology that we use. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Two, two <laughs> random Japanese people. Let's, let's show that she's an international businesswoman. Yes. And she goes, well, Konnichiwa, Mina-san. It's like, oh, yeah. wow. I know. And I love that the ladies were like just looking at them like seriously. This was, you guys are this making this shoot. You, you guys are really making us shoot this on our iPhone? Really? <laughs> It was I like this chat was, roulette. This was it was to totally chat roulette. <laughs> there was two people on chat roulette who wound up on Nicolette Sheridan. Yes, like, yes. whoa. <laughs> They're like, what? And she improv that line. Konnichiwa. Uh, I learned this from Mark like, Cherry. This movie was made <laughs> made during COVID. Like they had to sequester people and like people right. actually. It does, couldn't it be does in room reek together. of COVID. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're it right. Does. That is what it is. Yeah. It does, but I just thought it was so funny. Like, I love when they like work in references to like current technology. It's like, saved by the Zoom, <laughs> but the sound effect is like this weird like Casio keyboard thing. It's like, <laughs> sounds like my Zoom telephone call coming in. They're like, bring, bring, saved by the Zoom, like guys. Oh, there's that AI technology saving me again. 
Well, guys, we got through the intro of the ladies and why they don't like each other, so I think that's pretty good. And next, we're going to get to the love interest in part. There's a love story coming in part three of this oh, holiday This, is, this is where I have the most questions. I, All right. I, well, let's get them. We will be back tomorrow with part three, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. If you want the video, come to our Patreons. And by our, I mean any one of us. We've all got any one of us. We all got them. Bye. Bye. Bye.